The songwriter says, Glorious now behold him arise, King and God and sacrifice. Hallelujah, hallelujah, ought to heaven replies. O star of wonder, star of night, star with royal beauty bright, westward leading, still proceeding, lead us to that perfect light. Wow, I am so glad that someone took the time and share with me and led me to the Lord. Hark the herald angels sing, glory to the new born king. As we continue looking in the book of Matthew, I noticed that Herod's plot was made known. In Matthew chapter 2, verse 13, And when they were departed, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph. I love God how he takes care of his own. In a dream, saying, Arise and take the young child and his mother and flee into Egypt. And be there until I bring thee word. For Herod would seek the young child to destroy him. How comes people say that God don't speak to you? Now after the departing of the wise men, Herod waited for them to come and tell him where the child was. Eventually, he realized that he was fooled in believing that they would come back and tell him. While he was waiting... And after the men departed, the angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream, telling him that Herod was seeking to kill the child. The angel told him that he, Joseph, must take the mother and the child and go to Egypt. Not just go, but go to Egypt and stay there until he, Joseph, um, gets word that it was safe to return. Egypt was one of the places many would not go and be safe. The obedience of Joseph to the Lord's command. Look at verse 14. When he arose, he took the young child and his mother by night and departed into Egypt. Nothing God loves more than for his children to obey him. Nothing he loves more than obedience to him. I believe that that is priority on his agenda. Everything else falls under the category of obedience. Now may I say to you that from Jerusalem to Egypt was a long way to go. Just to the border of Egypt was about 70, 75 miles journey. And we are told another hundred miles or so was still required to reach the place of safety in the country. So it's something like 175 miles he had to travel. Bear in mind, they were traveling with a young child that would make it even more difficult and slower. I am sure it cost Joseph to get to Egypt. The question is, how would he pay for the journey and his stay there? <laughs> God never sends us anywhere unless he takes care of the costs. Can I bring you back and remind you that 
They were gifts given by the wise men. Can I remind you that one of those gifts was gold? Huh. Those gifts must have come in real handy and in time. Joseph did not question God or complain. Joseph moved immediately. He refused to wait until another day. He moved by not by night, not even announcing that they were going. He just left. Where in Egypt was he going? <clears throat> he did not question how long will they stay until the death of Herod. And was there until the death of Herod that it might be fulfilled which was spoken of the Lord by the prophet saying, Out of Egypt have I called my son. So the question one may ask is, how long the family lived in Egypt? One of the things I do know is that they were there until Herod died. But they were also there long enough to fulfill prophecy. This trip to Egypt served as another sign of proof that the born King, child, Jesus Christ, God's son, is the promised Messiah. In Numbers chapter 24 and verse 8, God brought him forth out of Egypt. He had, as it were, the strength of an unicorn. He shall eat up the nations, his enemies, and shall break their bones and pierce them through with his arrows. In Hosea chapter 11 verse 1, When Israel was a child, then I loved them and called my son out of Egypt. It was no less than 700 years before God told Hosea that out of Egypt he would call his son. 700 years before the angel appeared to Joseph and say, go down to Egypt. How people still don't believe the Bible. Herod anger and resentment of the departure of the wise men. If you look at verse 16, then Herod, when he saw that he was mocked of the wise men, was exceeding wrath and sent forth and slew all the children that were in Bethlehem and in all the course thereof. From two years old and under, according to the time which he had diligently inquired of the wise men. What a man! Herod no doubt waited long upon the wise men and then came to realize that they had deceived him. He learned that they had returned the other way. That made him even more angry and outraged at being disappointed or tricked. Now we will discover the true reason Herod wanted the wise men to bring him word of where the child was. Herod became so angry that he decided the way for him to vent is to kill all the baby boys two years and under that were in Bethlehem. Even Herod knew 
that this child he sought to destroy was the Messiah, the Christ. He knew that after he questioned the priests and the scribes, and when he had gathered, in Matthew chapter number 2, verse 4, all the chief priests and the scribes of the people together, he demanded of them where the child should be born. He arrogantly and stupidly set himself against God's very anointed. In 1 Corinthians 16, verse 22, If any man love not the Lord Jesus Christ, let him be a curse. Herod was not even aware that he was fulfilling prophecy. And if he were aware, he did not care about that. All he wanted to do is to make sure that he killed the born king. That was no surprise to God because God had already had it announced by Jeremiah that this is what Herod would do. All of this transpired, but God protected the Savior to the place where when it was time for him to give his life on a cross so that you and I can have life. He did not come to earth for him to accumulate anything. He's the one who made everything. Without him, there was not anything made that was made. He was in heaven when God said, let us make man, let us do all of this. Yes, Paul reminds us in the book of Colossians, there's nothing made that he did not make. My friends, my question to all of us today is, can we see ourselves and the purpose in which that God brought us here? Many of us believe that God brought us here for us to accumulate as much as we can to get this world's good. But you know what? If we get this world's good and do not have Christ, it will amount to nothing. For the scripture said, why shall it profit a man if he will gain the whole world and lose his own soul? Or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? Jesus loves you. He came so that you can have eternal life. Why don't you admit that you're a sinner if you have not done it yet and call out to him, recognizing that he's the only Savior. Ask him to come into your heart, forgive you of your sins and save you. And he will do that for you. And you can walk into this new year knowing Jesus as your Lord. If in the man be in Christ, he's a new creature, old things are passed away. And behold, all things have become new. Lord, Thank you for bringing us through the year. I pray that you will continue to watch over us. And as we enter this new year, Lord, we pray that you'll go before us, that we will follow you and we'll become fishers of men. Have your way with every listener. Lord, bless everyone that will send this devotion to someone else. And Lord, it's only you that can get it where you want it. Lord, we are just doing our little part to obey you. And there's nothing better that you desire than our obedience. So we thank you for the past year and all that we have went through. 
and all that you have brought us through. For you promise you will never leave us and not forsake us. And we prove that to be true. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. May God bless you. Happy New Year to each and every one of you.